Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Clavier, an engineer turned entrepreneur, mom of two, and founder of Brief Transitions Mesh Underwear. This podcast is for you if you're going through any type of transition, whether it's related to your career, parenting, or other parts of your day-to-day life. Each week, I'll have a guest or topic that shares a story, as well as actionable tips for navigating life's transitions. Now, let's get started. Welcome to the Brief Transitions Podcast. Whether you're new here or you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for tuning in. This week, I want to talk about what to do with your self-doubt, because really, this is something that impacts everyone, whether or not they talk about it or whether or not they feel comfortable sharing more. So I will share a few of my own examples because I think it's important to talk about these things. Otherwise, how do we get through them and how do we feel better and try to eliminate the self-doubt as much as possible? I don't think it ever really goes away. In fact, I think with every new level where you think you've gotten rid of it, it's just sneakier when it tries to come back into your life. I feel like that's happened to me often. So What I want to talk about today is what do you do with that? What do you do when that happens and how do you handle it? Now, first, I will say it's important to know what is it that triggers you to have self-doubt. In my case, when I doubt myself, I tend to then spiral and get very dire in my thoughts If I have one bad thought about, oh, something didn't work right in my business, then I spiral to say, oh, everything I'm doing is just garbage and why am I even here and all of those kinds of things. So first it's knowing and identifying the pattern, like what is the pattern that has you spiral. Now, it could be you have something different than self-doubt too, and I hope some of these things that I'm going to share work for that as well, if that's the case for you. For me, I have the most spiraling happening when I doubt myself. So that's why I wanted to share that one. So first, it's really around knowing and identifying the pattern. What is it that you do each time that you spiral or each time you don't feel good or kind of get in this mode of negativity for whatever situation you're having? Now, if you know yourself and you know by now what it is, because you say, oh, yeah, I I totally know what that is. It happens to me often. Then great. You already know what it is. And if you don't, you could choose to ask friends, close friends that you feel comfortable with, that know you very well and would give you an honest opinion. You could ask them for some feedback and see, hey, where is it that I usually get out of sorts? And you could also look at your own past experiences. It really requires you to have an observer mindset and to really look at what you've done in different situations and loads of self-awareness, but it's very possible that way. And you could also say, hey, I'm not really sure what it is right now, but I'm going to keep track. I'm going to start journaling or I'm going to start taking notes. And those times that I do feel really crummy, I'm going to look at the reason why I'm having those thoughts or what triggered it in the first place. 
So for me, my self-doubt creeps up in different situations, and then I get to overthinking. And there's different things that could trigger it. Sometimes it could be something silly, like scrolling on Instagram and seeing, of course, someone else's highlight. And I think, oh, why didn't I do that? Or this person is doing so well, and what am I doing? Or I haven't posted in so long. And and then I start saying, I should do this, I should do that. And starting to beat myself up about it. And that's where then the spiral comes in. So now what I've learned to do is when I recognize that spiral, and you, again, may have your own reasons for spiraling and how that happens for you, but we're going with this for now. The thing that we can do is stop and take a look at what's happening, identify it, right? And then ask, what is the truth here? That's a prompt that I really like because it gets me out of thinking of all of the negative things and shooting myself and asking myself more things, right? And beating myself up. And it's and it's really looking at, okay, hey, what's the truth here right now? Right here, right now. So that could mean the truth is I've been spending way too much time scrolling Instagram and I know that's not good for me. The truth is I really need a break right now. The truth is I have a successful business that's aligned with my values and the type of work that I want to do and the life that I want to live. And of course, that looks different for everyone. I'm just giving you an example of some general statements. So you can you can see what's true for you in that moment. That's the part that's really helpful is to get out of thinking, oh, I should do this, I should do that, and really look at what is really happening right now. If I'm stressed out about something or over-worried about something, I could say, hey, the truth is, this is a test. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I'm putting myself out there, and I'm trying this, and whatever information or feedback I receive from it, I will use to make it better next time. Now, that could be for something like trying to put out a program or any offering you have in your business, or maybe you have a personal thing or a different kind of work thing. I'm using the lens of my own business because that's the realm that I work in the most, but you could really use it for anything. And then it's really thinking about that and putting it together to to really take a look at what's really happening right here. If I spend too long nitpicking something on the website or on an email for a a newsletter campaign, I don't know, then I feel guilty for taking too long on it. The truth is, okay, I spent the time that I spent and it's a newsletter, so I'm gonna send it out and it will be fine. That's not what makes or breaks things. So I'm just trying to give some examples for you to know, and you make them your own, and you decide what your truth is for you. That's very, very important. All of this, I've said many times on the podcast, take what resonates for you and works for you and leave the rest. So I just want to give you some examples so you don't just say, oh, well, she said, you know, list the truth, but I have no idea what that looks like. So here you go. (laughs) Okay, so Really asking yourself, what is the truth here? That's something that I really love to do. And then the other thing that's really helpful is shifting your energy. So if you feel like you're really in a spot where 
hey, I'm feeling so tired. I'm all of my work right now is just junk and, you know, whatever it is, or I didn't do that, this, or I didn't do that. It doesn't matter. You have to really shift your energy. So that could mean a few different things. That could mean going for a walk outside in nature. That's always my top recommendation for so many things because really going out in nature and being really present on your walk and taking it all in, every little thing, the grass, the trees, the birds, like everything, it gives you such a different perspective on life and what we're all doing here. It's really, really wild. If you've never tried it, please do. So that's something that I always like to share that it's a big way that you can shift your energy just to take a break, right? You can change tasks. You can take a break doing something else, something creative or reading or writing or painting or anything to really change and get you out of the details of a spiral and get you into your more creative self. I really feel like when we connect more to our creativity, we worry less. We stop the overthinking. We stop the self-doubt because we are more aligned with our true self, with our higher self, with our purpose, even if it's just for a hobby, right? You could just say, hey, I love to paint. I've been watching an ice skating show on Netflix and I mean, they're actors, but the people in the show, the characters in the show, they love skating and they can't imagine life without skating, ice skating. So it doesn't have to be for anything in particular. It has to be for you. And it has to be something that makes you feel good, that you enjoy, that levels up your energy instead of draining you. I hope that really makes sense because that's a really important one. Getting as much out of the weeds and the details when you feel that negativity happening and getting to your creative space and finding flow with something, even if it's something totally different than what you were trying to accomplish right at that time. That's usually what's really needed. You usually need to walk away from it and try something else for a little bit. Now, the important thing about taking any kind of break is not feeling guilty about it. I don't know about you, but this has happened a lot for me in the past. I've been working on it. It takes a lot of effort to identify that pattern and then do something about it. So even if I would take a break in the past, I would, okay, I take the break and then I say, oh, I should be doing this or, oh, I don't know why I didn't finish that first or, oh, let me just try to do this. No, it, that, that all defeats the purpose of having a break. So please take the break and enjoy the break so that you really can connect to that creative part of yourself, that higher self, that part that really feels aligned with your soul, all of those things. Maybe it sounds woo-woo, but I really I really do believe in that, that alignment to whatever it is that feels greater to you in your life and really connect to that. So that's the thing. So take the break, but don't feel guilty and really lean into the creativity, whatever that looks like for you. And then the other thing you can do, now I do this, I started doing this with my daughters in the morning last year for school, and now I we just started back up with school, so we've been doing it again, that we do daily affirmations in the morning. So on the way to school, they either read from a list, because we have a whole 
lists on a piece of paper, or now they just kind of pick their own and say their own, and they recite affirmations. I am fill in the blank. I am creative. I am loved. I am perfect and whole, just as I am. All of those kinds of things. And really, in those moments where you're having that doubt and that worry and you're looking at what other people are doing or focusing on the lack in some area of your life that you want to be different, really taking some time and saying the positives of what you are and holding those in your heart. And not only holding them in your heart, but also really embracing them and feeling them when you say them. That's what I tell my girls with the affirmations because sometimes my younger one doesn't want to do them. I don't I don't know why, but sometimes she fights it. And so she'll kind of mumble something and I'll say, I can't hear you. And then I tell her, you have to say it like you mean it because that's how it's going to enter your body and your being and your brain and everything. So that's another piece of it that's important. So not just saying the affirmations. And if you don't believe them in the beginning or if it feels a little weird in the beginning, that's okay. But keep at it and then eventually, hopefully you will and you have to find things that feel good for you. And especially when you have the doubt, think about what are the things that are opposite of that doubt. I am smart. I know what I'm doing. I am trying, you know, whatever these things are because there's a whole thing, trying, experimenting, failing, all of those things that really kind of hold up the whole perfectionist piece, <laughs> the perfectionist challenge, if you will. But there's there's so many things that you could do for it or say related to that. So that's just why I'm sharing some of those other examples. But really having those affirmations is also really helpful. And then really being kind to yourself and understanding and knowing okay, I am doubting myself right now. It's making me overthink and I'm taking this break and I'll come back when I'm ready to come back. And I'll take some time away, I'll step away and I'll know when it's time to come back. You have to trust yourself to know also that you'll know when it's time to continue or pick back up with whatever it is that you were doing. Instead of forcing yourself to plow through, I used to force myself to plow through. I can't even tell you how much. And now these past couple of years and really trying to embrace the ebbs and flows of things, it's so much better. When you take the break, you come back so much more productive and just energized and feeling good. It's really, really magical. Plus, when you own your own business and you have that flexibility, why not take it so that you can really embrace your best self? So this is what I wanted to share with you today about when you have that self-doubt, what you can do to get yourself out of it. So just as a quick recap, know and identify the pattern that you have. Ask yourself, what is the truth here? And really dig deep and find those statements for yourself. Shift your energy in whatever ways feel good for you to do that and practice affirmations over and over and over again because they are really good. You can even try to get your whole family involved because those are something that I think everyone can benefit from. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's just so easy to look at the negative things and it takes 
effort to build the habits to look at the positive things. So affirmations are a good way to do that. Anyway, okay, I hope this episode was really helpful for you in some way. And if you are working through some self-doubt right now, just tell it to go away. <laughs> do the things in the list that I just shared. No, but really find find what works for you. And I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering you on no matter what. I know there's ups and downs in life. I know there's ups and downs with everything. That's why I have a podcast about change and transitions. So I hope you find this information helpful. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if you love listening to this podcast, if you enjoy it in any way, please leave a rating and review. It would really mean a lot to me. That's how the show gets to more eyes and ears. You know, those algorithms do their thing. And if you ever wanna reach out and talk to me, I'm online on Instagram at Brief Transitions. Thank you so, so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Brief Transitions podcast. Please help to share this podcast with others by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. I truly appreciate every single subscribe and review. If you'd like to connect with me further, please find me on Instagram at Brief Transitions or visit brieftransitions.com. Thanks so much and I'll see you next time.